Hey, welcome, my friend, back to the show. This is your host, Daryl Evans. Listen, my guest today, man, let me tell you, we laugh, we have fun. And I remember meeting him about three or four months ago before recording this show at a podcast conference here in Las Vegas, Nevada. And we were in a group, we were talking, hanging out, and I just listened to his energy and his vibe and his enthusiasm. And I was like, I've got to talk to this guy and get him on my podcast. We exchanged numbers, we exchanged emails. And today I'm happy to sit down and share with you the backstory of Santiago, Santi Maxwell. He's an entrepreneur and podcast host out of the Washington, D.C. metro area. If you're from the area, he calls it the DMV. You'll know all about it. And he is the co-founder of All Gas, No Breaks podcast. And this podcast focuses on entrepreneurs, creators, and businesses in the metro D.C. area. We're going to talk about entrepreneurship. We're going to talk about podcasting. We're going to talk about how it got started, which is absolutely hilarious, and what it's taken to get it to a place where he's now being nominated for awards. There's a lot in this conversation today. He's a cool cat, and you're going to want to listen to his show. I want you to get into ours right now. We'll see you soon. This is the MindShift Podcast, where we share real stories, real strategies that will help you find real success. This is the place to hear from people just like you who have taken their ideas, goals, and dreams from a point of inspiration to realization, or when life knocked them down, from a point of breakdown to breakthrough. I'm your host, Daryl Evans. Let's get started with today's episode. Santiago, my man, what's good? What's good? It's been a few months. Welcome to the show. Thank you. Thank you. I'm happy to be here. Everything's fantastic. Excited, man. Absolutely. Where are you joining us from? Washington, D.C. metro area. I myself live in Maryland, but I say D.C. because it's easier to just tell you D.C. Because I'm like, I, <laughs> I can run to D.C. in like 11 minutes from my house. So. <laughs> okay. Okay. Very good. Very good. Yeah. So we uh, had a chance to connect at the podcast conference here in Vegas. You flew all the way across the country. And uh, we, we ended up uh, conversating at one of the breakout sessions or in the hallway and, you know, through gathering and networking. And I was like, man, let me get another podcaster who's popping off on the East Coast over here on the show. Uh, so listen, tell everybody who you are, what you do. Tell them about your show and the, uh, the journey that you've been on as a podcaster. All righty. All righty. Well, thank you. My name is Santiago. Uh, Super Saiyan Santi is what they call me. Uh, Santiago is the name. I have a podcast called All Gas, No Breaks Podcast. We highlight, I like to say highlight, entrepreneurs, content creators, and businesses in my local market, Washington, D.C. metro area. The DMV, for those that know, D.C., Maryland, and Virginia. And Baltimore considers themselves separate, but, you know, I'm, I'm pulling them in. I'm, I'm pulling Baltimore in. And, uh, they tell me, Santi, that's not the DMV. But I love Baltimore, too, and uh, it's in Maryland, yeah. so I'm stretching my arm out. And uh, the journey, man, you asked a great question earlier when we were just uh, talking a moment ago. This idea started with a bunch of my buddies and I around the poker table. And uh, I actually have pictures and everything of the idea of when we did the first meeting. And uh, gotcha. a poker table where we played no poker, believe it or not. We just actually talked about recording ourselves, talk about what's going on in the world today. And uh, that was about five years ago. So, mm. uh, and, and then the gentleman that pulled me into it, because I didn't know about podcasting. I never listened to a podcast and didn't know that what that was, anything at all. But uh, once I started doing it, I loved it. I fell in love right away. I was able to use my education as well. Uh, I have an education from Full Sail University in uh, audio engineering slash show production. 
So I got, and then my partner, which is one of my best friends in the world, he has a degree from Full Sail and my wife also does, believe it or not, <laughs> as well. So we all had all these degrees and this idea of, you know, putting together a massive studio and showing what we can do and podcasting allowed us to do it. And we've been doing it ever since. Yeah, man. Good stuff. What's interesting, we talked a little bit offline, is now your show has been, you were nominated for some pretty big awards. Tell everybody about that. I mean, that's, uh, that's congratulations. Thank you. Thank you. I was just nominated by the Quill Podcast Awards for Podcast of the Year. We didn't win. However, we were nominated. And uh, as I told you earlier, I didn't know about this space until about a year ago. But when I did learn of it and learned that it had accolades that you can gain, I said, I, I want one. You know what I mean? <laughs> I'm one of those people. Yeah, yeah. I'm like, if I'm doing it, I might as well see if I can get one. So I put my hat, right. in the, my, my right. name in the hat, and uh, they called my name for a little bit, and I was, I was like, great. So I know I have, we have something here, and I, and I tell my my yeah. uh, co-host and my partner, I'm like, it's bigger than us right now because I didn't know what this was. This is almost like I'm meant to be doing this right now. So, hmm. come on, come on. So what were you doing, and maybe you're still doing some. But what were you doing five years ago before this poker table conversation happened, before it all got started? <laughs> I'm going to tell you, man, because you're a cool guy. I was a, I was a musician. I was a musician. I was okay. uh, making music. I was rapping, singing, writing music. At first, actually, I was okay. uh, attempting to assist uh, young artists gain notoriety and popularity, maybe even getting signed to major labels. That okay. was what I was doing. I was trying to put together an act. A few acts, actually, okay. uh, that I had underneath me. But then uh, that fell apart. People started getting other people pregnant, and <laughs> that always slows the thing down. <laughs> Damn it. Damn it. Hey, as Deion Sanders would say recently, uh, don't let five seconds to 30 seconds of pleasure. Just, you you but, see that? Yeah. Uh, <laughs> but he's, he's so right. But I know. And I watched, he's I right. watched it firsthand. So they quit on me. And then I said, I know all of this. I know how to do all. I mean, I literally created a, a recording studio from scratch before going to full mm. before even getting mm. my degree in it. Uh, had it in my apartment in the living room. Had producers created, you know, and I had some songs and everything. Did a whole video just to show that I could do it and then try to gain some notoriety from it. Did okay. Uh, I could have probably done more, but that wasn't like, I wasn't in it. Still wasn't yeah. what I wanted to do. And then, because uh, I always wanted to help someone else. Uh, that's what I've always wanted to do. So now, it's funny, that was it brought up in my mind. Do you feel like you're in more control now when you run your own show versus trying to be the producer of other artists? That's a great question. <laughs> because here's what, here's, what I heard, here's what I heard and here's what, like I met you when we met, I got the energy of abundance and giving is what I got. You and I met, I don't know how long we would have been talking through those couple of days. It wasn't that long. But I knew we vibed at a moment and I was like, hey, your show, my show, this, that, and the other. But I got a, a, an, a sense of an energy of giving and abundance. And so it's not surprising to me that you were trying to help other artists do their mm -hmm. thing. But now you're the artist. Now, though. You're the artist with your own show. Yeah, now. yeah. Yeah, yeah. It, it's crazy. <laughs> I still feel like I'm not because I actually have a co-host on my show, which is a shout out to my girl, Kwana Diva Varlance. I love her. I've known her since I was 11 years old. And she has a story herself. You know, she was pregnant by 12, mom, grandma now. But she is the most funniest person you'll ever meet on earth. She helps me on uh, posting as well. 
Uh, so she's hilarious. Yeah. You'll love to meet her. And uh, my goal is to to put her on. Like, that's another one of my goals. I'm like, you have to be on. And then my other co-host is uh, my buddy named OG underscore Frank. He's uh, one of my old school buddies. You know, I'm not going to put his age out there. But he's an older gentleman. And uh, he's mm-hmm. just a, a, a bunch of wisdom, but jokes, a lot of funny old jokes, <laughs> the way he just presents them. And I want him to do some stand-up. I'm like, buddy, you got to do stand-up. Like, this is crazy. So yeah. I'm helping. I'm still like, feel like I'm in the background pushing them forward. I see. I see. How did you come up with the name? All, all gas, no breaks. Where does the name come from? I'm going to be honest with you. I didn't come up with the name. Uh, as I stated, I was called into a group and a few gentlemen had the name before me. Well, my partner was part of the original uh, founders. I don't want to say founders, but of, of the idea of the name. Uh, he was a part of that group mm-hmm. and uh, they quit on me. They, Isn't that interesting? Yeah, they quit on me. The, the guys that started it quit on me. And as I stated to you, I was still feeling like, yo, this is a calling. I'm good at, I know this. I can do this. I'm good at this. And I feel like I, it's mm-hmm. bigger than me. So I said, hey, I want, let me keep everything because you guys don't want it. Well, well let me keep it. You know, I'm going to keep pushing. And right. that's what happened. I kept everything and I kept pushing and here we are. Wow. And you started the show, is it four or five years ago? About five years ago. Five years ago. How many shows a year do you produce, you guys release? So I don't, to be honest, I, I can't even tell you that's that number. I don't know. Are you weekly weekly show twice a month? When other? I feel kind of like doing it, to be honest. When you feel it. Okay. <laughs> it's a, fe- okay. It's a feeling okay. thing. So, it's a feeling thing. I try, I try I to give it. one out every, every, uh, every other week. That's my goal. That doesn't happen okay. because it ha- it's all from us. So we say, you know, tune in. And be on the ride of the all gas no break ride, and you'll see it. You know it'll it'll come, but we'll keep you'll you entertained. We we'll keep you entertained in between, and it's been working for me. That's awesome. So I love that too because you're not caught up in the hype of production requirements. Like you got to deliver this, that, and the other thing. Really, it's about community, right? You're building community around the topic. Yeah. How did you? De- and I think it was a brilliant thought. How did you decide to stay local with highlighting content creators, business owners, entrepreneurs? What was the decision to do that? You know, at first the show was us just talking a bunch of junk around the table. And then when everybody quit, we had to change up the show. What what are we what are we talking about? Are we doing that same thing? And I and, and at the time I was like, No, I would love to get a female co host on here. That's funny. And I knew Quana. Uh it's a funny story about that. She was in Jacksonville, Florida at the time, and I'm like, I called her and I'm like, dude, are you coming back up here ever? If you are, I would love to be, have you as a co host on my show. She said, Santi, if I ever do, I'll mm-hmm. contact you. When she did, when I saw her move in into her place, I think on social media, I called her. <laughs> I'm like, I know you're here. <laughs> ah, you can't get away. No, now. you can't. And she, and she joined. And uh, we then, at that point, I knew I love entrepreneurship. I love these type of conversations with entrepreneurs. But no one really helps the youth in our local area that has the entrepreneurial spirit have a platform to educate them on how to speak in front of a camera within a studio when the lights are on them and everything. And uh, that was the goal, help the youth to do that, because I always want to help the youth uh, because that's who's up next. And, you know, I'm, I'm making a way for my children. It's also a way for me to connect and be able to speak to them as well, because I do speak with the youth as well. So be able to connect with them. 
And that's how that happened. And uh, really focusing on my area because I love the DMV. I mean, I'm from New York, Brooklyn. I was where I was raised. I am Panamanian, but I was raised in Brooklyn, New York. And when I moved here, I, I tell everyone it did save my life. Like it was a saving life move because I was in Brooklyn. You was in the heart of Brooklyn. I wasn't a bad kid, but I can see where it could easily deviate. And my mother saw that as well. Mm. And uh, when she brought me here, I tell people all the time, I'm like, I just geeked out. I said, okay, this is what you want me to do. I'm going to geek out. I'm going to try new things and I'm going to do what, what you did for us. And I, I love that, that, that mm. I did that. I've been enjoying myself ever since. Wow. Wow. I love the, the, the sense of almost even you knew that there was a tipping point that could have been, you know, we all get to a point. Were you in your teens or were you younger than your teens or were you? Me, I was, uh, I was actually, I was early teens. Uh, I was like 10, 11. Early teens. I tell people when I have teenage kids or younger kids, I'm like, dude, they know. I remember, I knew that, I, I, I'm just, I'm a movie buff guy, but if you've seen a movie called City of Gods. No, I haven't seen it. Check it out. No. It's a movie about Brazil favelas and the young, the youth coming out of there, the ghettos and how they, you know, they're like grown men, but they're like six, seven years old. And I felt, right. okay. I felt like that. I was like, dude, it saved me. And when I got to be a kid, it was dope. <laughs> that's good. That, that's a very interesting perspective because that wasn't exactly my situation. But I was, I sat in a, in a, I grew up in a culture that was, I call it the triad. When I look back, there were three different gangs: one to the to the north, one to the south, one to the to the west. And I had friends in all areas. Mm. And it, it, you know, I don't, I don't think I, my fear of my dad kept me from going that way because I think he'd have killed me before any one of them got me. So let's be. <laughs> I had a mother like that. I had a mother like that. Yeah. <laughs> so I know. Yeah, yeah. So he, I was in a dance group. I was in a dance group with with some of my my boys. And we had a, the name of the group was called the Casual Crew, mm. and but, it, but we wore these coasters, which is what one of them wore. So his assimilation was we was part of we we must be a gang. We not just a, we ma- we're masking as a dance group, but we are. Pro- I'm like we're a dance group. He he couldn't he couldn't get it. he couldn't get by. It, but he he was so you better not. <laughs> I'm gonna come get you. So anyway, uh, that's very interesting. How did your audio engineering background? play in and assist or you know i don't know which came first but how did that audio background that audio engineering background assist you in this podcast journey because it seems like it's super aligned you know it did uh i would say before all this when i was a young man i was that kid that would take a a piece of equipment apart and put it back together i'm always that guy i could take Mm. technology and i just kind of click i didn't (laughs) get it uh and then with getting that degree it just made me feel confident that i could do anything uh, in my real life, mm. I'm I'm in, I'm in telecommunications. I understand okay. connections to internet waves, that, and then that degree taught me how it all connects from the diodes to I can create it from scratch if I wanted to. I'm not going to, but okay. <laughs> I can. And then with my partner, which my partner is a genius, he's a complete like this guy could build anything. He rebuilds old uh, analog boards, like he built one on his own. Mm. Everything. He's one of those guys. So it helped out a lot being that confident and having him being my partner uh, because we look at a space and we can design anything. We can create anything in any space, no matter where it is. It could be a mm. small room. It could be a basement. It could be the side of a... That's why I got a green screen because I do virtual inter- interviews and I turn my green screen into something and just keep it moving. Mm. I love it. I love it. So you got that creativity, that vision 
uh, for turning the uh, turning the blank canvas into something. Yeah. I love that. Yeah. How do you choose your entrepreneurs or content creators businesses in your area to interview? Are you looking for specific stories? Are you looking for specific genres? Are you looking for specific experiences? What? How do you choose? Great question. I don't choose it that way at all. I I I am. I want to hear everybody's story. I want to hear everyone's story. Mm. I I you know especially ours, especially ours. However, it doesn't mm-hmm. matter because I've had from people from Israel, uh, from Afghanistan, from El Salvador, from Guatemala, uh, mm-hmm. African, from Nigeria to Ghana. I, I want to hear. I've had a a company from Nigeria that makes uh, samosas. They're a local samosa shop in the area, and ever since they've been on the show, they're like. You know, we had people start coming to the show, to the store, because, and, and I mean, they're in the middle of Maryland, like Bowie. If you know Maryland, Bowie's like in the country, and everybody from the city was going yeah. in. And I got to see, like, okay, so people are watching us and they're listening to the businesses that we're connecting them with. But, uh, so I'll say, I'll speak to anyone, uh, even to the fact I'm going to have uh, uh, a finance company coming in next week, Northwest Mutual Financial uh, booked us, and okay. they're going to be. Uh, on the show as well. You're going to see that in a few weeks. And then from rappers. Nice. So, nice. which is crazy. I, I, I can have from Samosa companies to Northwest Mutual to I have like the most gulliest rapper on the show <laughs> last weekend, you know? And we all have the good that's time. That's hilarious. <laughs> I think that's the energy, right? You put the energy out there that says all are welcome. And then you just carry the vibe in the conversation. I think that's, you know, I've learned something over the last four years of running this podcast. I want to ask you this question as a podcaster who's got five years on, on, on the scene. And that is what is the most, enjo- I think I might know, but what is the most enjoyable thing about hosting your own podcast with the diversity of guests from topic, you know, of all these topics and, and being in that uh, DMV area, what's the most enjoyable part for you? That's a great question because it changes for me every week. I think I didn't like it. I didn't know about that. And then when I learned that that's happened, I love it. You know what I mean? So just, <laughs> I guess, the new surprises that come with it. But then if I could talk about the people that come on the show and then enjoy the time they had with us and they vibe with us, I feel like, I feel like they're just like hanging with me. You know what I mean? And if you come to the studio, if you're ever in D.C., come to the studio, you'll see what I'm talking about. You were most definitely invited. Okay. I'd love to have you on the show. Okay. Because uh, we record in the country in uh, in a basement, and it's a good, it's a vibe. You know what I mean. And then when you walk into the studio okay. and you see the house and you go into the basement, you're like, "What am I about to get into?" And then my my, my partner has a spaceship down there, like it's a spaceship, and you're going to have a blast. Is that right? Oh yeah, it's amazing. That's hilarious. It's amazing. Yeah. So you know, it's it, it speaks uh it speaks volumes to the energy, right? I mean, the creativity that you talked about that that the both of you have to turn. Uh, you know, a blank canvas into an experience. I can imagine. I mean, I know when we, you know, you're just off the line here. I was talking about about your Facebook page and uh, how I I saw it when we first connected and I popped back on. And like, if it's any indication of what the show is like, if you're listening to the show right now, you just got to go check out um, All Gas, No Breaks. Did I, do I say it right? I sometimes No, you got it. All Gas, No All Breaks All Gas, No Breaks. All Gas, No Breaks. And, and so what's really interesting is I love how they curate comedy. They, uh, we were talking offline. Tell them about comedy because I think it fits in perfect. And uh, I was busted up laughing when you were sitting in the green room getting ready to come on the show today. Uh, but wh- where does comedy fit into this whole concept? So one, I 
should do stand up too. My buddies always tell me why you keep pushing me and you're not doing it. I I, I am one day I'm going to stand on that stage and do it. I feel it coming. It's it's like right there, and I'm like, damn, why are you going to do something else? Why are you doing something else? <laughs> <laughs> because doing something but else you can't hide the gift. But the reason why you can't, you can't. Yeah, I, I don't want to do something else because I know I'm going to go all in. And I don't need mm, something else mm. to go all in on. Uh, right now, I have my two boys, and I'm just having a blast going all in, helping them guys do their thing. But uh, I love comedy because as entrepreneurs, it's tough. It's hard. And entrepreneurs, and let's keep it real, of color, it's even a little bit harder and a little bit tougher. And I'm not going to keep it 100%. It is what it, it is. It is what it, it is. It is what it but is. But I don't back down from the hard and the tough. My wife goes all the time, dude, You it, maybe it's not too hard right now. You may be thinking it's too hard and you you could just calm down and just slide through it now right here. You got a point where it's smooth. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but I'm so used yeah. to that that I started just laughing things off. And I love comedy. And that's how I get through the day by just cracking up, laughing. And when I see outrageous posts, I mean, the phone now, I'm like, I understand people could get sad. But if you could get to your phone and just find something that makes you laugh or motivate you real quick, but you got to know how to put it down and keep mm-hmm. going. And I've learned to put it down. I've learned to look at it. I feel like I'm just tapped into the energy of what's going on comically. I feel it. So I put out what makes me laugh. And then I have my guys and my gal put their stuff that makes them laugh. And it makes other people laugh. And and another thing, it was yeah. a way to keep you involved with us during the lapses. Yes. You know what I mean? How do you keep involved with us? You're checking yeah. out the page. And, then and, all- no one, yeah. and no one can be offended when there's comedy showing up in their news feed. Right. That's the one thing that struck me. That's the one thing I was like, I thought it was interesting. And I was like, interesting that he runs a business show in the DC metro area. And in between show drops, it's all not all comedy, but a good dose of comedy. Yeah. And then I, I just tapped back in before we got connected today for this show. And I was three posts down. I had to cut, I had to cut it out because I was just, I was rolling. I was just rolling. Right. <laughs> I told and, you, and you know what? That's planned. Like, oh. I, I planned that. I, I've, I've, I gotten to the point where I can make that happen. And then you'll see some of our stuff and then you're like, okay, I'm going to watch this guy's show. <laughs> that's right. Cause where does it come from? Like the same group that's pu- pushing this, this cold podcast has been nominated for podcast of the year. And, and I think you're comfortable with all aspects of the human experience, right? The business show is the business show. It it is the business show, but I'm a human and I love this thing called comedy. And it's actually one of those things that you and I were chit-chatting about, and I've believed in this for a long time, is is comedy is almost like food, Mm. right? Like, I don't care where you come from. I don't care what you look like, what your economics, what all that, all of it seems to not matter when we're sharing a good meal Mm. and if we're laughing. It yeah. just seems like none of it matters. You just, just said all my all favorite things, nonsense. Man. You said all my favorite things. I well, love I'm going to eat cook. as soon as we get off the show. <laughs> love to cook, love to laugh. That's right. That's right. So anyway, I want to ask you about your your vision for where you're heading. And and again, vision is, you know, I know podcasting, the industry's taking a turn. The industry's changing. Uh, if we, you know, we, we met at uh, one of the podcast movement conferences. There's another one coming up in in August, I won't be at the one uh, in August, but uh, but the, the space is changing. Uh, I think the last time I looked at the numbers, there have been a drop off in the number of new shows that have been coming out. Uh, but 
what is your future? What is what do you see for this project? And if if it all played out as you see it today? Well, you know, uh, number one, God is good. Uh, I, I believe in a higher power, a spiritual being, something, a positive energy, whatever you want to believe in. There's something there that's tapped into me and tapped into us. I'm not seeing those issues. I'm actually uh, increasing my mm. viewership, my listenership. Money is now coming in uh, slowly, mm-hmm. but surely. I knew it was because I'm I'm an entrepreneur at heart. I love business and I love sales. So I mm-hmm. I, I gauge it not because I'm money focused, but I gauge the success on. Am I are people going to pay for it? I got kids to mm-hmm. feed. I have children to feed, and uh, the fact 100%. that that's happening and. We're actually looking into studio space. So I try not to watch those numbers that they're going through because I feel like that's what they're going through. I'm not going through that. I feel like if someone is willing to take a chance and hire a brother and make him a a C member or V member of one of their podcasting organizations or shows or channels, I can help it out. I feel like I, I think I have a good pulse on it. Or I can at least move the needle in a different direction to make you see something else. But for me, yeah, I'm, I'm okay. I, I love what I'm doing, and it's. I feel like the future looks real bright. I love what you said about not paying attention to those other numbers. I really, because uh, I think all of us, we are running our own race. You know, I started this show as a hobby project. Mm-hmm. Never had monetization in my mind, mm-hmm. not at all. And and finally, I realized that's and and it was just one of those perspectives that at some point you're like, hey, you are putting time into this, and time is valuable. Right. And at some point someone asked me, what do you want to do? Cause you realize you have a media property. What are you going to do with it? How are you going to monetize it? And I pushed that conversation off for a while because I have revenue streams, other places that, you know, different things. So it wasn't a priority, but to the point of it, the, the process of looking at the show growing and how it's going to grow and all the peaks and valleys. But to your point, it is our own race. Every show is its own race. Every show has its own uh, identity yeah. and attracts its own audience. So, and that's the beauty of this space, right? Because you, you, we just jumped back a decade, two decades ago. Mm-hmm. You got to, you got to go get a permission to do this somehow, some way, because the technology's not there, yeah. the the access isn't there, it the was distribution expensive. isn't there. It was so expensive. It was expensive as all mm-hmm. got. I mean, just think mm-hmm. about a video podcast. Mm-hmm. I mean, if I go back to two thousand seven, mm-hmm. when I first started, we we were we were downloading video on a FireWire. Mm-hmm. Mm. For crying out loud. And for those that don't know what a fire wire is, just imagine what appears perhaps to look like an Ethernet cable mm-hmm. that today is an Ethernet cable. But it was basically how the video got taken from a camcorder, y'all, camcorder, <laughs> camcorder yeah. Yeah. <laughs> to get it to your to get it to your PC. And it was slow as all oh, get ever took six, eight hours. So I would do it at night before I went to sleep. So if I did an hour long anything, I would just let it download overnight and it'd finally be there at four or five, six in the morning. So um, we are definitely at a blessed place. And I love what you said about the energy that you feel uh, about where God has you positioned for this journey. And I think that's really important, too, because you got to make sure that this isn't forced. Yeah, it has to feel it has to feel like flow. What I love doing about shows is really what I'm doing right now is being really genuinely curious about my guest's journey. Entrepreneurship, in this case, it's a podcast as well as entrepreneurship. I guess my other question is, I'm really curious, does the show ever go outside of the DC metro, outside of DMV? Do you ever see expanding? Daryl, your questions are amazing, man. You're killing them. (laughs) (laughs) 
Yeah, I'm curious, dog. I'm curious. I ain't seen you in four months. From you, man. I'm telling you. But hey, man, like, <laughs> it, it is. It's so crazy because of that, and sticking to that, I stick to that. I'm not budging from that one bit because I love my city and I love what these these the, the youth are doing, what the entrepreneurs are doing, the content creators are doing, what our businesses are doing. I love what they're doing. I'm sticking to the DMV. But what has occurred is people outside of DMV say, I got to go to good. I have to get on all gas, no brakes if I got to crack the DMV. If I want to make it in the DMV, if I want to be seen. And that's not what mm. I intended one bit at all. I didn't know that was going to was going to even happen. But somebody from Detroit, the first time it happened, someone flew in from Detroit to be on the show. Then I had a guy from Alabama, two people from Alabama, some people from Philly. And they're... I had no idea who they were. You know, you know, you follow the rubric. You put out your, your email address. You say, contact us. This is what it's going to be. Okay, you think, are they going to call? Are they going to really check in? And they do. <laughs> and they do. Yeah. And uh, now, yeah, uh, to answer your question, yes. I'm getting a lot of uh, listens out of the DMV. And got it. It's, it's blowing my mind every day. Yeah. It is amazing, right? So it's funny the and I don't know you I'd love to get your thoughts on this. I don't think of my show as a very big show. I'm very happy for every single one of the listeners that listen. Yeah. Some weeks it's more than others. Some weeks I have crazy spikes. I have no idea sometimes even where it all coming from. Mm -hmm. This show's being listened to, I believe, on almost every continent. Wow. At, at some level. And it wow. and it, yeah, and right. I didn't intend for that to be the case, right? That being said, I also found out something else that I didn't know about, which is it's almost like people want access to a, a, an audience if they believe they've got a message to share. The vast majority, the vast majority of people that come on my show, like yourself, and when I go on other people's show, they have no agenda other than to add to the conversation, right? They have no agenda. They're not there to try to sell anything. They're not there trying to push a thing. They're genuinely saying, I love what you're doing. I hear the conversation. I hear the tone. I just want to add to this from my perspective. And that's been a very interesting eye-opening experience for mm. me. And the fact that it does reach beyond the audiences that you think it's going to reach. Yeah. I mean, I think the first, I think the first seven people listen to my show, four of them lived in my house. <laughs> that's nice. Four listened to my house. The one was a guest. <laughs> the one was a guest who was on the show. And I think because I posted it on Facebook, somebody else, one of my high school friends saw yeah, it. Yeah. But I mean, to think then it just, and then I'm actually, I've, I've been at a restaurant. Someone just asked me the other day, what's the most profound thing that's happened? Like the most profound thing that's happened is I was at a restaurant eating and somebody said, they were kind of whispering and pointing. And it was my wife who said, hey, Daryl, I think they're trying to talk to you about the, the podcast. So I walked over and the guy said, I'm a truck driver and mm. I, I drive trucks all the time and I've been listening to your show. And he pointed out one of the shows that I guess really helped him mm. when he was cha challenged with something. Yeah, it was yeah. something that the guest was talking about. Yeah, yeah. I'm like, the influence, you just don't know. You just don't know where this thing ends up. And that's what keeps me going, yeah. doing the work. That, yeah. That's so beautiful. It's, that's it, beautiful. Yeah. And I'm sure, like you said, you've got now people saying, hey- to crack into the DMV, I got to come through, right? All yeah. gas, like almost like you're the gatekeeper now, right? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you didn't you didn't expect it to be the case, and it's probably not even true. Although, yeah. because you have a media platform, yeah, you know, it's just new media. It's not the news. It's not the newspaper. It's not television. This is the new media, right? Yeah. This is the new media. Yeah. So, real cool, real cool. 
what's one of the uh, most unexpected things you've had happen on your show in the last four or five years, whether it was a guest, whether, you know, it got shared with a celeb, you know what I mean? We've had a lot of well, unexpected stuff. So we had some pretty big names come through the show, entertainers. And okay. I, I'll be I'll be 100% with you. Sometimes I learn about them like the day before, how popular they are, you know, until the kids tell me. And <laughs> okay. You know, okay. until like okay. my nephews or somebody tell me. I'm like, oh, okay. Oh, how was it? And I'm like, oh, they were cool. We had a great time. Like, you talked and you did this. I'm like, yeah, we, you know, it's just, to me, it's a conversation. You know what I mean? And they're regular people. Right. And I, I, I love yeah. I love the fact that they they on they on wine because I have some independent guys. I mean entertainers. I mean he's got one guy just went platinum on i on iTunes. He just went platinum on iTunes independently. Wow. <laughs> Sitting across Ooh. from me a few days ago, and I mean, and the caliber of artists that he works with, and the people he knows, and the people that tuned in on the show that I grew up with, that grew up idolizing as a young man, were watching. That that mm. right there was one of the things that surprised me because uh, while, they, while they were, I, I go live on the show when I'm recording in the studio, I just go live and leave it on. And uh, they were like, such and such is on and this person's on. And I'm like, oh, all right. Wow. <laughs> and they give it yeah, thumbs up. Man. <laughs> I love it. I love it. So you just made a, a couple things that I, that I heard. So you go live. I, I was going to ask you about community building <laughs> and how do you look at it? As, how do you look at community building uh, I don't know. I'm speaking for me. Mm. Podcasting for me has been one of the most it, 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 like I feel disconnected in many ways from the listening audience. Mm. Uh, it's difficult to get communication through the podcast platforms. Of course, we got to get them to jump out, go to IG, Facebook, wherever, yeah. YouTube. But how do you think about community building and then maybe that whole conversation about going live? So do you go live on what Facebook, Instagram when you're doing your show? I will go live primarily on Instagram, but if I have my iPads and everything, I'll go on YouTube, Twitch, Facebook. And if there's one person, two people, I don't care. I'll leave it on the entire time. Uh, also, you may use that content because you know how technology is. Sometimes things glitch. There was one time where our camera stopped recording, but because I was going live on the other uh, devices, I borrowed the content from there. I put it into the show and uh, people were like, I loved how you did that transition. I'm like, okay, yeah, transition. That was <laughs> camera went off. <laughs> that was emergency. That was an emergency. You call and, what you want to. <laughs> yeah, exactly. And I, I like to call those God moments. I feel like that's when he stepped, the big dog steps in and, and adds a little flavor to the show, you know, and I just take it and I accept it. Yeah. So social media has been allowing me to keep in contact with the community. Yeah, they if I look, if I show you how many notifications I have across my <laughs> phone right now. Mm -hmm, Sometimes mm -hmm, it's mm -hmm. thousands. And, uh, and at mm -hmm. one point, like you said, it was one, two people, my wife, my, you know, friend. Now <laughs> I go on Instagram and it, it doesn't, it does it stops and it just hits the plus and I gotta, okay. And I try to <laughs> answer and respond and people send me stuff. And, and then I, my favorite ones are, you know, I checked out that podcast and that was good. Like, okay, cool. That's what it was for. <laughs> That's that was the one. That was the one. Yeah. I like that one. That was the one. Yeah, man. I love it, man. I, I love hearing the uh the story. These are the stories I like to tell about, right? Because everybody knows about these big name shows, right? I loved hearing you talk at the at the event. And then it's just these a lot of people get disillusioned by some of the big name shows, whether they get picked up by YouTube, get picked up by Spotify. And there are so many great stories of entrepreneurs who are just starting in basements, 
with an idea around a poker table. Mm. They didn't even play poker that night. And I think the other piece to the story is, let's not forget that the ones who said they were going to be along for the journey, they got off the bus and said, I don't want to do this no more. And you decided to continue. And I don't think that gets understood enough because entrepreneurship, starting a property, starting a media property or media company, any sort of endeavor, it sounds good in the moment. Yeah. And then the work has to get done. I also have to say I have a degree in business. I do have a degree in business from the University of Maryland. I'm a Terp. So I went to the business school as well. So I uh, I love business. I breathe it. So entrepreneurship Mm -hmm. is like I'm from New York. You know what I mean? Like we all got to hustle. Right. And then I took, yeah. yeah, And then I took and I went and I got this business degree. And my wife is from Miami, you know. So Rick Ross, every day I'm hustling. So my woman even is like, hey, you know, we got to get on this. So get after it. I am. It's in me. I love this. People, I tell people all the time, retirement. Yeah, I may, you know, but I'm gonna still keep doing something. I got to get on a board or something. I got to still be tapped in. Yeah, it means. It means something different, right? It's in your DNA, right? It's in your DNA. And I think it's also about a passion, right? I listen to you talk about this. This is fun. Yeah, I remember good time. Like this ain't this ain't work for you. I mean, there are times like every every podcast uh, episode, like I I do block shows, and you know, every time I see it on the calendar, I realize I'm in for a long day. So guess what I know? But what I've loved what I love about the show, one of the most rewarding things about this is the genuine conversations and connections that go long beyond the show. Because a lot of times it's just the meeting or the information that exchanged to get to the day of the show. And then once we've done something, we've produced something, we now have a work that will span the internet as long as the internet allows it to be up there. And that's been the most interesting. Because if I come to DC now, I'm not just coming to see my man, Mike, right now, I'm checking in with Santi over there, yeah, right? And you come to all if, if I want to pop an event, yeah, yeah, we want to pop an event over there, or maybe I come on, you know, be on your show over there. So that's the other part of it, right? Connection, yeah, right? Collaboration, community. But that's, but that's all about uh, business, and that's all about networking. You know, networking, you have to network, that's right. network. That's, that's such a real thing. And if you're going to call yourself an entrepreneur and you're not out there talking about what you're doing, no one's ever going to know. And then you got to show 100%. them what you're doing. And then you got to show that you're doing it well, you know, gotcha. and I, I'm yeah. the guy that I like to get. The, I like to win. I like to get the trophy if I can. You know yeah, what I mean? I go hard. You, dog. He said, I like to win. Let's go. <laughs> <laughs> hey, man. So I'm going to put you on the spot. No. Uh, it, I'm going to put you on the spot. You didn't hire me as your coach, but I'm going to ask you, uh, when, when is that comedy show going to pop? Oh, man. <laughs> See, I'm not your coach. You could say you're not my coach. So you're not going, I'm not going to get at to you, but. Because I'm hearing it, it in you. I hear the, I, I hear the passion. <laughs> you know, because I said it. I said it. So I put it out there. And I believe now it's out there. That, you know, you, when you put it out there and you put it in the video, it's, it has to happen. It's going to happen. And I got a great team to help me write if I need a team to help me write. So it's going to happen soon. It's going to be very surprising. It's going to be dope. You know, I, I just know I'm going to be dope. I'm going to do my best to be dope at it if I can. I and if you. I fail, hey, look, you know what? That's just what it's going to be. It's what it's going to be. Yeah, I appreciate you, man. What's uh what's up and coming for for the show? What's up and coming for you as an entrepreneur? You know, right now, uh studio space, uh really thinking about, you know, moving into a studio space. That's well, that's number one priority right now for us because we want to expand that business and uh get out of the basement. You know, we like being in the basement. We did really well and now it's time to take it to the next level and uh hopefully we find a good space and uh 
generating more income uh, for the business because the goal was to also feed families. So that's the reason why we're going to probably make, we're going to not have a problem. We're going to make that push. We're going to make that push nice. because it's nice. It's a business. And also, I, I don't know if I told you that the goal is to also marketing space, studio space, record other things. We, my, my partner and I, we can pretty much put some things together and we would love a place for people to come in and you want to shoot an ad, you want to do something, record something, you can do it in our space. Understand. Yeah. So put a, put an event space together. That's for not just for you, but it's available, available for the world of content creation right now. Cause truth be told, some people won't be able to pick up a mic or turn on their own camera and freestyle extemporaneously. Cause I, I bet you don't work from a script. I can just tell, I can kind of tell that about you. In fact, if you probably had a script, you'd probably feel like you're in a box, but there are some people, but there are some people who could use the help of a producer. Yeah or someone there guiding them. So I think that's I think that's fantastic. Where's the best place for people to find the show and connect with you? Check us out at AGNB Podcast, P-O-D-C-A-S-T, at AGNB Podcast on Instagram, All Gas No Break Podcast uh, on Apple, iTunes. We could be streamed anywhere. If you look for us on YouTube, you two and I, we kind of got a little beef going on, but at AGNB Podcast, you put at, symbol agmb podcast on youtube you'll find us but you're not going to find too much stuff because all my stuff is on itunes on pandora on spotify you can see audio and video versions of what we do that's awesome that's awesome and uh connect with you personally uh you got instagram handle anything out there like that or just everything through the website everything through at agmb podcast uh because that's what i'm pushing i'm pushing that business i want like i said i want to feed these families that are riding with me I owe it to them. And uh, yeah, check us out there. Even on Facebook, where right now Facebook is really taking a liking to us right now. So Poppin'. check us out on yeah. Facebook, All Gas No Break Podcast. Yeah, I just had a post that's like about to hit the millions in a few seconds. So it's you know, it's going crazy. What? Yeah, yeah. Oh, okay, I had a post okay. that went 1.2 mil and that I was in that went a little viral. So yeah, check us out, man. Tune it. in to us. And then uh, also, if you want to be interviewed, contact us at. Uh, AGMB podcast at gmail.com. If you want to interview, you want to find out how that goes down. And uh, we do virtual and in-studio interviews. I love it. Santiago, man. Santi. Santi Maxwell. What's happening, man? I appreciate <laughs> you, man. We, we bumped into each other at a place that if it hadn't... By the way, I didn't tell you the story. Yeah. I had no intention on going to that conference. Oh. My, my producer told me about the conference last night. I had no intention <laughs> on going. I had no intention. That's how serendipitous things are. Wow. I actually... I knew it was in my backyard. When she told me about it, I was like, ah, I got something else going on. Right, right. <laughs> but I hadn't, I'm, I'm thinking, well, geez, you're a podcaster. You ain't been to NAM podcasting event since you started. <laughs> you should probably go connect with some professionals. <laughs> that makes sense. <laughs> and then we run into each other. And that's what I really appreciate about, you know, conferences and events. And of course, whatever decision that led you to fly across the country and be there. Uh, so I just appreciate our, our ability to connect, man. And hopefully we'll stay connected in the future, man. It's been a pleasure having you on the show. Fantastic. Uh, man, I love it. We're in touch now. If you're ever in DC and I, and I see you on Instagram anywhere that you're in DC, and you didn't contact me, I'm going to be very upset. <laughs> it's going to be a problem. Yeah, it's going to be a problem. I tell people the same thing about Vegas. If you're ever in Vegas and we're connected and I find out you're in Vegas and you ain't hollering at me, it's going to be a problem. It's going to be, it's gonna a, be a misunderstanding. It's, yeah, <laughs> it's going to be a misunderstanding. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, Santi, man, appreciate you being on the show. For listeners who have checked in and tuned in with us today, uh, let me tell you something. 
you're going to laugh if you're around this guy's show. You're going to laugh if you're around his socials. This character here, man, he has one of those energies that is just, it, it's just fun to be around. And I'm glad he took some time to be out and, and share with you uh, some of his time today. So be sure to check out All Gas, No Breaks. Uh, we've got the links in the description below. Find it over on the show notes. Be sure to follow the show. Check in. If you're in the DC area and you're listening to me and you ain't listening to him, get off my show and go check him out. All right. That's so right. <laughs> listen, if you, if you've just gotten to the Mindshift podcast, I'm your host, Daryl Evans. Uh, I'd invite you to hit the follow button wherever you are. So you can never miss an episode of the show. If you're an entrepreneur and you're looking to market, grow and scale your business and you need support in this crazy time we in as we're in as an entrepreneur, as Santi said earlier, entrepreneurship is, is it's tricky. It's tough. It has ups and it has downs. You need community. And I'd invite you to come over to growthdrivenentrepreneur.com, which is our community where we support entrepreneurs each and every month to help the market grow and scale their business. So until next time, we'll see you again soon. Santi, my guy, good seeing you. Peace, brother. How we doing? Hey, my friend, thanks again for listening to today's episode of the Mindshift Podcast. Listen, let's not have the conversation end here. Connect with me on social at Mr. Daryl Evans on almost all the platforms with the exception of Facebook. My Facebook fan page is at Daryl Evans fan. Until next week, remember, you're just one shift away from the breakthrough you're looking for.